This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. We are the BBC by Susan Casanova. Four worthy nominations there, but of course, only one winner. The BAFTA for Best Single Drama goes to... Fabian Way! Just trying to get it all straight in my head, really. I mean, thinking back now, I should have twigged then. As long as I've known Rob, he's always been... Well, Rob. I mean, I don't know how else to describe him. Like, going back before he walked out of the society, even. We were rehearsing Pirates of Penzance. It's all coming back to me now, like flashbacks. OK, Beulah. We'll take it from Mabel's first line, there. Eh? Right. Sergeant, approach. Young Frederick was to have led you to death and glory. That is not a pleasant way of putting it. No matter. No, no matter. He will not so lead you, for he has allied himself once more with his old associates. I can't stand by and watch this. Beulah, darling, your body positioning is entirely wrong. Rob! You may be talking to him, yes, but you can still do that with your body facing front. Oh, really, Rob? You don't have to. Now, watch me. Sergeant, approach! Should I, uh... No. Young Frederick was to have led you to death and glory! Oh, thank you, Rob. That's enough No now. matter! He will not so lead you, for he has allied himself once more with his old associates. Rob, please, I don't even know what you're still doing here. We we finished with the Pirate King some time ago. I'm sorry if anyone thinks I've spoken out of turn. So, Beulah, do you want me to do it like that, then? I thought that perhaps you could use the benefit of my experience. I don't know the lines yet, mind. May I ask, Rob... What is the sum total of your experience? I have been performing with societies for 15 years, and not just teeth and tights rolls. I think Pat meant your professional experience. Need I remind you... You've done some children's theatre, we know. Not vastly different to Rod Hull and Emu. Have you done shows with Rod Hull, Pat? A few years back. I saw her, she was brilliant. And what, dare I ask, did you play? Emu's understudy? I was the pink fairy. Well, obviously, that stands you in excellent stead for this production. I'm not aware that Mr. Hull and his bird ever appeared in any Gilbert and Sullivan operettas. Now, you wait there. I have done professional GNS. In 1979, I appeared in the Grand Theatre Leeds. Appearing in row F, seat 9, was it? <laughs> not yes. at all. You are being very rude, young man. Well, maybe the director would like to show Miss Clack how it's done. If you'd worked in the theatre, Rob, you'd know that nobody ever shows an actor how it's done. Excuse Can we take it from the top of the section, Beulah? Um, couldn't we just think to the end of this bit? Why's that? It's just, I feel a bit embarrassed, to be honest, in front of people. You'll have to get used to them at some point. Ah, yes, I went through this. It's a case of breaking through that barrier into the most marvellous euphoria. 
It's exhilarating when it happens. Now, Beulah, calm. Down we go into a slight plie. Deep breath. In through the anus. Did you just ask her to breathe through her Samantha Janus? Darling, at drama school, we were taught... Excuse me. I did go to drama school, and I can safely say I have never breathed through my arsehole. Ah, old-fashioned methods. For now, Beulah, we'll take it from your last line in this section. Thanks. I'll practice by next time, I will. Dearly as I loved him before, his heroic sacrifice and his sense of duty... His heroic sacrifice to his sense of duty, I think you'll find. Sorry, to his sense of duty, has endured him to me tentfold. Tenfold! Tenfold, girl! (laughs) What do you think a tentfold is? You're not doing your Duke of Edinburgh now, you know. I'm sorry, Pat. I can't do this. Yes, you can. No, no, sorry. Oh, Oh, no, listen now. Beulah, come back back. now. It's all right. Come back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shush, shush. No, really, shush, shush. This is so, this is so humbling. Um, uh, uh, this is, oh gosh. Shh, shh, no, really, really, I am more than privileged to have been a part of this. From start to finish, it has been one of the great joys of my professional life. Too many people to thank here, but, well, to be honest, I shouldn't be accepting this award. I'm going to give it... I'm going to hand it over to a man I wish I could call my friend, but regrettably I only know him through, uh, through this gift of a script that he's given me. Ladies and gentlemen, the genius behind Fabian Way, Mr. Rob Sterling Davis. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. I'm not prepared. Oh, such a surprise. Lady, ladies, uh, gentlemen, darling. What rapture to be here. Frankly, where I belong, surrounded by this plethora of glittering stars and a BAFTA. Oh, you've made me smile. And if I've made you smile, I've succeeded. If I've made you cry, and I know I've made a lot of you cry, I have succeeded. Now, I would like to say a big thank you to all my fans for the messages, uh, gifts, and proposals. And to Kevin Spacey, if the offer's still on the table, why not? (laughs) Uh, Finally, I would like to say a big thank you to the big man himself. No, not Mr. Fry here. You, my public, have shared with me by experiencing my life and my stories It's only right to tell you that I am merely a conduit through which divine inspiration is allowed to be manifest. Gentlemen, celebrities, genuinely attractive. Oh, so many famous people. Look at these in the front rows. (laughs) Woof. (laughs) Oh, this is where they sit the totty, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, No, no, really, this, this truly is the proudest moment of my life so far. Thank you. (laughs) But I didn't know it was him. It never crossed your mind? Even though he's stolen one of my scripts before? 
He's been spouting bullshit as long as we've known him. The email never said from Rob Sterling Davis or anything. How was I supposed to know? I thought I was doing you a favour, I did. By giving him one of my scripts to that man. My best one. My story. I've messed up big time, haven't I? Say something then. Tal? Good evening and welcome back to our exclusive post-awards ceremony coverage. We're getting all the BAFTA lowdown here and I'm now joined by Christopher Timothy who tells me he has something very interesting to tell us about one of tonight's winners, Rob Sterling Davis. Now, Christopher. Well, it's Rob. Oh, it's Rob. Excuse me. Can you move out of the way, please? Just um, um, making my way over to uh, Rob. <laughs> Rob. Rob. A Delphine King red carpet extra. Brilliant acceptance speech there. Genuinely entertaining. So, what can you tell us about Fabian Way that hasn't been said already? Ah, uh, so much has been said, uh, written, discussed. Well. <laughs> It's the best thing I've ever written. There, I've said it. <laughs> it certainly is an emotive subject, and you've told it in a way that's, well, it really seems to have captured the hearts of the nation. Can you tell us a bit about where it all came from? Oh, <laughs> inspiration. She's a fickle mistress. Uh, you're asking me to paint you a portrait of the muse to describe her in intimate detail? I'm sorry, but that's that's very personal to me. It's, it's just impossible to define. Well, I wonder if you can tell us about the title. We know Fabian Way is, of course, Stephen Fry's character in the piece, but I'm told that everyone in the Swansea area knows it's also the dual carriageway that connects Swansea with the M4. Can you tell us what, if anything, that road has to do with the story? There are things that signify on a level so deep. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, ask the bard what the title Twelfth Night has to do with the play. Right. You compare yourself with Shakespeare quite a lot. Is he your main inspiration? <laughs> We've been in touch. You've... What? You and Shakespeare? <laughs> I surround myself with love. It's, it's something I do every morning, and I carry it around with me each and every day. What can I say? When one is encircled by this rich field of abundant positive energy, one is bound to attract greatness into one's life. It, and trust me, I know greatness. It's dragged it all up again. Seen it there on that telly like that. He's nothing like me, of course, that Stephen Fry. But it's still my life. That actress playing me is too posh and all, but... Oh, Tal... Oh, it's weird beyond. Yeah. God, what have I done? You allowed yourself to get taken in, Bill. Simple as that. Dear Miss Clack, I hope you'll forgive this unsolicited email, but I met your partner, Telvin Roberts, recently when he did a short writing course with us here at the Beeb. He and I became quite chummy, and I was very impressed with his potential as a writer, so I'd like to help him out. There's a BBC writing competition coming up, and it would give me great pleasure to enter him into the competition, you understand. The first prize is enough money to see you and Talvin off on the holiday of a lifetime, with oodles of cash to spare. A new car, perhaps? 
Ooh, while you're about it, why not buy Talvin that plasma screen TV he's always wanted? So much you can do with £20,000. All you have to do is email me his very best script by way of entry and I will ensure that it's fast-tracked straight through to the final stages. One very important thing, please do not mention this to Talvrin. Let it be a wonderful surprise for him if, or indeed when, he receives the fabulous news. Thanking you in advance for your cooperation in this matter, yours sincerely, Tobias Frampton. Dear Tobias, Thanks ever so much for your email and for taking an interest in my Tal. I am attaching the script he's been working on for about a year now. I know it's his best. He's put everything into it. For months he was getting up at 4am every day to write it before work. I haven't booked Marbella yet, but I've got it all sussed and I've loved looking at the brochures. Don't worry, Tal doesn't suspect a thing. Please let us know the minute you hear if he's won. I feel so proud of him already. Sincerely yours, Bula Clack. Fussing, fussing, please. Sorry, Rob. I just want to be sure you know the drill before... Yes, I am used to live TV, Fiona. There's really no need for all this. Of course. Insulting your intelligence, aren't we? Okay, so basically, I'll give a short intro to camera, a few words about Stephen Fry's performance... Ugh, God, must you? I'm sorry? All these sick fans going on and on about Stephen Fry's Fabian. What about the writer? As if he somehow just created the role by himself. No one's taking any credit away from you, Rob. Aren't they? The sad truth is that the world may never know the potential that script had. If only those fools had actually allowed the actor for whom the part was written to play it. Oh, yes, I heard. You wanted to play Fabian yourself. Lennon and McCartney. What did they do? They wrote songs. Who performed them? Oh, they did. Have you ever heard anyone ask Macca, Oi, you, how dare you hog all these songs to yourself and your cronies? Give someone else a chance. David Bowie, you're never performing another one of your songs. Why don't you give it away? Let John Denver release this one, or Demis Roussos. Give the next one to the Wurzels, why don't you? No. Why should it be so different for actor-writers as it is for singer-songwriters? It's utterly unfair. I'm guessing that for something like this, they needed a star? A star? I've been trying to tell youngsters who I've been working with. I'm talking as old as early 20s now. Many don't even know who he is. I actually have to tell them he's the chap who reads the Harry Potter books. Ooh, twinge of recognition there. Yeah, I know him. Him that was in the Carry On films. They're confusing him with Jim Dale, for heaven's sake. You see what I'm up against. We can't really not mention Stephen, though. <sighs> mention if you must. Fortunately, the script I wrote was so strong that pretty much any old ham could have staggered through and gotten away with it. <laughs> well, probably best not to say that on air. Oh, I'm so sorry. You seem to have mistaken me for a complete idiot. Okay, we're live in five. Sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to offend. Is Emma ready? <laughs> Simon Hanney has described him as the new Mike Lee. Charles Spencer said he's possibly the most exciting up-and-coming writer of his generation. So we're here to discuss the award-winning Fabian Way with columnist Emma Seddon-Harvey. And we're thrilled to be joined by its much-talked-about writer, Rob Sterling-Davis. Welcome both. Good evening. 
pleasure to be here. For those of you that haven't seen it, this 90-minute television drama is the story of Fabian, played by Stephen Fry, whose life is turned upside down when his long-term male partner is diagnosed with dementia at the age of 50. As if this isn't enough for Fabian to cope with, he then meets and falls in love with a woman and so finds himself with a double dilemma. His confusion about his feelings towards her, plus he's faced with a choice between remaining faithful to his ailing boyfriend, who some days doesn't know who he is, occasionally even becoming violent towards him, or of seizing his chance of finding happiness with the charming, if somewhat dim, Sophie. Serious and comical by turns, Fabian Way has received a good smattering of awards and award nominations. Stephen Fry, of course, rave reviews for his performance. Absolutely, and so well deserved. I can't begin to imagine why we've waited so long to see Stephen in a role like this. Just mesmerising as this completely lovable character who finds himself torn between following his heart, even though his heart is leading him in a direction that he doesn't understand and wanting to do the right thing by his partner. You're just behind him all the way, and the critics are stunned. I couldn't agree more. Not only a great talent, but also dear friend of mine. So, Rob, I want to ask you about the decision you took to deal with the story of a gay man falling for a woman, and also the whole issue of coping with a partner that's suffering with dementia. Some might say that could be considered one issue too many. It is. I stated from the start that the boyfriend should in fact have been a wife, but I was overruled. Really? I assume that was your intention. <laughs> Let's be clear. I wrote a script about a man whose wife goes a bit mental. I mean, <laughs> oh, bollocks! Uh, can we rewind on that? We're live, Rob. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But you've always got that 30-minute delay thing. <laughs> Not on this show. Ass. I meant to say, I wrote a script about a man whose wife is diagnosed with dementia, but the script editor told me to spice it up. Too much spice, in my opinion. It's difficult to hear you being so hard on yourself, Rob. What I and so many others marvelled at in this, as well as your wonderful, distinctive voice that we heard before, of course, in your brilliant radio play, it's how you've managed to make a story about such an emotive subject, essentially a comedy, albeit interspersed with moments of heartbreaking tragedy. That takes more than skill. That's real talent. Thank you, Emma. And that brings us on to the subject everyone's talking about. I have to ask, did you cry? <laughs> I did cry, yes. I don't think I've actually spoken to anyone that's seen Fabian Way and not ended up a blubbering mess. It does just tear you apart. Indeed. Now, Rob, the issue of assisted suicide, which you've bravely tackled here, can you give us perhaps your own views on the subject? Oh, by a man's work shall you know him. <laughs> I suppose what I was really getting at, though, was what impact or what effect the subject matter might have had on your own life. I knew it was what he wanted. He told me it was what he wanted. He begged me, but I couldn't. How could I do that to him? As far as I was concerned, we were going to go all together, me and Mart. We would have done if something like that, you don't. And then I met you, like it was all planned, fate. Next thing, I'm the villain of the piece. To that lot looking in, Martin's ill. I'm looking at a woman, a younger woman, for goodness sake. 
midlife crisis and all that. But we know it wasn't like that. Ah, Phil. It was my side of the story. My right to reply. And then you want to give it away to that loathsome piece of... Please, Talvrin, don't thing me. You know I never meant to. A blooming sod. He's won. Again. It's as though everything's clicked into place. My life has meaning now. I have a purpose. Now, I've heard it said that talent is a gift from God and that the way in which we use it is our gift back to God. Well, aren't I fortunate that in giving back my gift, I'm also able to give so much to the world? Actually, I have a question for Mr Sterling Davis. May I? Go ahead. Rob. I thought the most moving scene in this piece was when Marvin told Fabian to go and get on with his life, to be with Sophie if that's what he wanted, and it was Fabian's reaction to that, his complete denial. It was as though he couldn't move on, even when Marvin was giving him permission to. I'd like to know, have you ever had a similar moment of crisis in your own life? Something happened to me a long time ago, Though, sometimes it feels as though it could have happened in the last minute. It's that... Raw. I'm sorry. It's too... Rob, take your time. I've known loss. I've known pain. I'm an artist, and like many great artists... I, too, have had many dark nights of the soul. The important fact is I made it. Rob, he doesn't have to go through this here, does he? No, uh, Rob, if you'd like to take a breather. Sorry. Sure. Well, a fascinating glimpse there into the mind of Rob Sterling Davis, the award-winning writer of Fabian Way. Remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. I can't tell you how much respect I have for that man. So honest. That's the one bit that didn't make sense to me. When the boyfriend walked out into the road, I don't get... What did he mean to, or was it an accident? I couldn't answer in the story because I don't know. You mean... That's what happened? With Martin? I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't lie to you, but I've never talked about it since then. Never mentioned it, just wrote about it. Living on that busy road, massive lorries up and down every day. Talvach, I got you now. So that's why you called it Fabian Way. That's where it happened, outside the house. They went and changed it, of course, so it was his name. Doesn't make any sense otherwise when you change it to England. No. Buell, I'm so sorry I have to do this to you. But I can't see any future for us. He's gone now, love. There's nothing any of us can do. I meant for me and you. Tal, I've got proof. I've got that email. We just have to send it to the no, police Buell, and... forget that. Look, I've tried and tried gone over it and over it, but every time I look at you, it's there. I can't get away from it. This constant reminder and... 
I don't think I can go on living with somebody I can't forgive. Beulah, I can't forgive you. You will, man. Give it time. No, Beulah, you're not getting me. This is it. This is the end of the road for us. I can't go on. You can, Tal, and I promise I'll be with you all the way. Beulah, are you seriously... Listen to me. I'm saying I want you to leave. Go. Get out. Now. I got to. Got to loud and clear. Yeah? Of course. I'll just pop in the kitchen, make a nice cup of tea till you're ready to talk again. Bless you, Bula, but you're making me more and more certain I'm making the right decision, yeah? Shout if you fancy one. We always feel better after a nice cuppa, don't we? Smooths over all the cracks. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it, Ducky. I take my hat off to you. When you turned on them good old waterworks, everyone's sympathy was with you. Hundred percent. That was genuine emotion. I was driven to it by those harpies. Harpies? That pair of jumped-up nobodies badgering away with their inane questions. Uh, What did you expect? (laughs) To be treated like any other celebrity. Hello? So, it's just snowballed with you, hasn't it? Can't hardly open a paper without seeing your ugly mug. Ugly? Uh, Just an expression. You know I don't mean it, softy. (laughs) No, you're getting seen in all the right places, schmoozing with the right people, nice few memorable interviews under your belt. They're comparing you with Kenneth Williams. That's deeply unfair. I'm an award-winning scriptwriter and a RADA-trained actor. About that, I looked you up on RADA's alumni. Enough! You said the phone's been ringing non-stop. What have you actually got for me? Who? What haven't I got for you? I'm waiting. No need to sit there with that cob on. Yours truly is in talks with not one, but several telebods. What are these telebods offering, pray? All sorts. Your own show? Yes, but have you got anything from a channel that anyone's heard of? At a transmission time when anyone other than desperate insomniacs might actually be watching? Oh, definitely. They're offering you half-hour programme interviewing celebs. Money's good. Right. I have to interview people? <laughs> So half an hour's still too long for the televiewing morons in this country to spend looking at one person. Uh, Marion and Jeff? That was a comedy, though. What do you think the Sterling Davis show will be? I'm naturally comedic. When I got up on that stage at the BAFTAs, did you count the laughs? Sterling Davis, three, fry, zero. Out of the pool, Mr. Tall. Maybe. Uh, accepting an award for something like Fabian Way. Uh, perhaps Stephen didn't really feel it was the right moment for comedy. Oh, fatal mistake for a comedian. It's always the right moment for comedy. You know, I've got more followers on Twitter than Holly Willoughby. Yeah? Where are you leading them? Anyways, you won't just be interviewing them, you'll be rummaging through their drawers. So, when you say, my own show, you're actually asking me to present cash for crap. They're calling it an antique hunt. And I'll be calling you something very similar if you don't bloody well buck your ideas up. Talkback Thames, have you rung them? Oh, Eric! Tell them, should Mr Fry ever find himself indisposed, I would be more than willing to step in as the host of QI. Easy. I'm knowledgeable, popular... Funny, I can sing. Oh, I look sensational in tights. Uh, I'm not sure they need that on QI. Give me a show where I make people's dreams come true. Nice thought, but they've already got one. Saturday night? You know I'm not a Barrow fan. 
And I think you'll find they haven't got a show where people get to meet me. You? Of course! Tragic person comes on the show. Out comes some dull sob story. We can make it up, of course. Don't want actual suicidal people or anything like that. They meet me in the flesh. We go for a meal or something. Nice little spiel to camera about how happy it's made them. Best moment of their life, etc. Everyone's tickety-boo. Only for the cameras, though. I'm not there to make friends, am I? (laughs) My duet with one or two of them, provided they're trained. But I must say now, I simply won't have any of those lowlifes on there. Let's face it, nobody wants to look at someone who's been ill or misshapen or too unattractive to get on TV any other way. No, no, I'm sorry, it's not un-PC. It's a simple statement of fact. It's beautiful people we all want to see. I don't deny that. Well, the offer's still there, to be a judge on this new sad old husband desperate wannabe show. No, come on. Sit there and criticise people? Reel out the same old platitudes that we've heard a million times a show since the days of Will Young. Wouldn't stretch me at all. If I did agree, it would purely be as a springboard. Well, it's lucrative work. The commercial side of it. Do not mention that word to me again. I have integrity, you know. I'm a serious writer, actor, director and role model. That is a responsibility I do not take lightly... How much? There'll be repeat fees and all. Are your hemorrhoids getting you down? Embarrassing, isn't it? Pain on sitting? Getting funny looks from your friends? Why not try new Hermaloid cream? I did, and now I have a whole new lease of life. Apply using the specially designed applicator and bingo! It both soothes the pain and shrinks those nasty blighters. Now I'm running, walking and sitting with no discomfort at all. Ooh, that's better. Hermaloid cream. Banish hemorrhoids for good. I'm gonna be honest with you both. I'm flummoxed. I'm in a real state, yeah. Whatever we can do to help you, la. Here, here. Any plan that involves kicking that scoundrel off his perch, count me in. I'm sick of him on the telly. Why should I want to know what he uses for his constipation? Or what foot deodorant he uses? It's not so much that, Reg. It's Talvrin. I've boobed. Proper boobed. I never thought this would happen. Not in a million years. Not after all we went through, you know, with Martin and that. It's been two weeks now. He won't see me. Whatever I try, he's just ignoring me like a Cheshire cat. I suppose he can't let go of what's happened. happened. No, and it's all my silly fault. No, it ain't. It's down to that idiot with the worms. He's the one at fault here. Tal said it's useless trying to argue he wrote that script. That Rob's bound to be able to get all of expensive lawyers and stuff. He'll end up cleaning us out. But I don't care. I'll get the money somehow. I'll find my own lawyers. I've been doing loads of extra shifts at the shop. It's time and half after seven. I think it's going to cost a bit more than that, Beulah. Well, God knows how, but I'm not losing Tal. End of. If I can show the world that Rob's a fraud and that Talvrin wrote that script, he's bound to take me back. Isn't he? I understand, Beulah. And you want Talvrin to get the credit he deserves for writing those stories. I know you do. But I can see his point. It's not just the one, is it? Didn't he steal Talvrin's radio play too? Aye. Pat's right. 
We've got one elever mounted in front of us. Us? You'll help me then? I'm not sure, Beulah. Well, I am. Let's kick that Sterling Davis where it hurts. Right in the hemorrhoids. Thank you, Reg. That means heck of a lot to me. Right. Plan of action. I haven't got time to go to the gym. Who has? But I have got time for My Vibrating Friend. With My Vibrating Friend, in just 60 seconds twice a day, you'll really notice the difference. All you have to do is step up, switch her on, and you're away. It's so easy to use. Saves you all the hassle of the gym and saves you money. My Vibrating Friend. Have you got a friend? No, no, no. No more commercials. I know it's not where you want to be, but if I were you, I'd make the most of being flavour of the month while you can. This is preposterous. You're a writer, Rob. Writers don't get offers like these. They're only offering you stuff because people have seen you on telly a few times. They think you're funny and a bit eccentric. Now you're the new Jedward. What? Irish pair. Did really badly on X Factor. They got tons of telework after that. Jedward? You... Dare compare me to some Irish nincompoops from a crass reality show? Robert, please don't. I didn't mean to... No, no, no! You've done a bit of writing. That gives you some cred, I know. Some cred? Oh, no, not the iPhone, please. I'll give you some cred. Rob, I didn't mean it. I'm begging you, please. I take it all back, I do. Oh, that's it. Yes. Calm. Oh, good. Oh, Rob, my lovely phone. Leave it. Try and remember that I am employing you. If you don't respect me, what hope have I got? I respect you, Rob. I really do. It's just you've got to be realistic. It's entertainment value they're after from you, sweetie. You get people talking. That's a good thing. But Thursdays at 4.30... Rob, I'm sorry. You're not going to get BBC One Saturday primetime. You have to face it, lovey. I certainly will not face it. I'd be head and shoulders... Never mind head and shoulders. I'd be whole torso better than that rubbish that's on there now. And a downright arousing torso at that. Believe me, this bod gets results. I've a good mind to go down there and tell them. Go for it. You think you've got any clout at the Beeb? Don't take this the wrong way. But haven't you heard the joke about the blonde actress who was so thick she slept with the writer? So now you're demeaning my profession? Of course not. Why do you think I'm sending you for all this media training? It's more strings to your bow. Vile woman. No. You've come on leaps and bounds since she's been tinkering under your bonnet. Please. Oh, nearly forgot. Your ticket for the awards. Please tell me I'm not sitting with those witches. Who? Annie Jones, Sean McFenton. I can understand people fancying me. Fine. But those two are way too full on. It's all right. You're on Stephen Fry's table. Watch it. He's after me too. Is he? Oh, big time. Can't seem to shake him off. Well, th- there's a few others you could sit by there. Sue Perkins. Now she... Yep. After me. Really? Gagging for it. Golly, everyone seems to fancy you, Rob. I know. It's exhausting. Something can be flattering to a point, but when it's every hour of every day, it... 
It's just tiresome. Poor love. Better get used to it, though. Adulation. I'm perfectly used to it. Doesn't make it any easier to bear. Car's booked for 6.30. They're bringing some people in for a meet and greet first. Shouldn't take long. Oh, no. Where did they find these muggles? Honestly, if I have to look at another set of crooked teeth or a bulging belly... Rob, they're fans. What? I can't help it. Unsightly people make me feel physically sick. It's all I can do not to vomit in their pug faces. Don't ask any more of me. Do you know, that's the one thing, the only thing I hate about being in the public eye. What, the public? The great unwashed. I'm so sorry, no autographs today, sorry. You don't remember me, Rob? Oh. Well, can't you see properly through them shades? Eula. Gosh. I do travel outside of Wales sometimes. Yes. What a pleasure to see you. I don't think it is, Rob. No? No, well... Why did you do it? (laughs) Some indication as to what you're talking about would be helpful. (laughs) Don't act dull with me, Rob. Talvrin script. You stole it. And now you're swanning about London, building a whole life for yourself off of his backside. I don't know what you're talking about. Rob, I've kept your email. Prove it. Anyone could pop into an internet cafe and do what Tobias did. Did you honestly think I'd be that foolish? Bless you, dear girl. But it was Talvrin's script. I can prove that. Can you? Similarities in writers' ideas, material and scripts occur surprisingly often. We cannot undertake to compensate you if material similar to yours received coincidentally from another source is subsequently commissioned or produced. Verbatim. (laughs) You probably don't know what that means. Bless you. It's all on something called the BBC website, dear. Coincidence. Rob, it's exactly the same. Well, different place and the names you've changed. Did he copyright it? I don't suppose he thought he needed to back then. Whose name is on that script? Mine. Mine. You're telling me he's Bacon? Well, that makes me Shakespeare. He's Bacon? What is that? Excuse me, are you Rob Sterling Davis? I am. I have to say, I love your show. Me and my husband, we laugh ourselves silly sometimes. Would you sign this for me? Do you know, I wasn't actually doing autographs today, as I'm in rather a rush. Important function to get to, you see. I'm presenting an award to a friend of mine, Stephen Fry. You may have heard of him. But, as it's for such a beautiful young lady, why not, eh? (laughs) What's your name? Rita. Dear Rita. There we are. Nice little kiss kiss. And... Oh, gosh, thank you. (laughs) It's my pleasure, Rita. Now you have a lovely evening. Oh, thank you so much for this. You've really made my day. Bless you, dear lady. (laughs) Rob, I want to give you a chance. Let's do this private now. You'll more or less get away with it then. No fuss. We can just sweep it under the veil and all move on. Oh, uh, I haven't got time for this. Uh, I don't actually have to speak to civilians, you know. Right. It's war. I feel this award clearly illustrates that all the hard work that went into making this happen was not only worthwhile, but that it's also helped to bring this whole project to... What? what? Hello? Ladies and gents, hearken unto this young lady here. 
This is a tragedy. The man presenting the award to Stephen Fry has no right to be here. He is a liar and a fake. He didn't write Fabian Way. He didn't write anything. He stole those scripts from my boyfriend, Talvin Roberts. Well, I say boyfriend, suppose he's sort of my ex-boyfriend now, but I'll get him back. Well, what happened was he finished with me what I got this evening. I, I had to stick to the point if I were you, Bueller. Yeah, thanks, Reg. Rob Sterling Davis is a fraud. He doesn't deserve to be here. He doesn't deserve to be here. Uh, hang on. I... I don't think he is here. Where's Stephen Fry? Uh, excuse me, isn't this the TV awards ceremony? No, this is the British Chamber of Commerce annual awards. BCC, not BBC. I think we'd better run! Another marvellous evening, wouldn't you say, Stephen? Uh, yes, indeed. Thank you again. You and I ought to stop meeting like this, eh? <laughs> uh, well, isn't this jolly? <laughs> We've never had the chance for a proper tete-a-tete, have we? Uh, no, so tell me what you're working on now. Oh, I've my own television show. You may have seen it. Uh, yes, no, I mean in terms of writing. Oh, can't really be bothered with that anymore. To be frank, I've grown tired of it. Let's be honest, it's not exactly a rewarding profession, is it? Isn't it? Come on, Stephen. You should know. You've done bits of writing yourself, haven't you? But what are you known for? Oh. Bear! Well, yes, but I mean, other things too. Why slog away behind the camera when you can have so much fun in front of it? You know what I'm talking about, eh? Yes, but Fabian Way has been held as a masterpiece. Surely when you've written something like that, you wouldn't just give it all up. It doesn't make sense. Well, it... No, I, well, I didn't say I'd given it up completely. I have a great little idea bubbling away right now, actually. Oh, really? Excellent. What is it? Uh, it's a sitcom. Sort of based on Fabian Way. Uh, I can't confirm that we'll be asking you to do this one, Stephen. A different genre, you know. Well, I have done sitcoms. Oh, but, but, but this is very black. Black comedy is something I like. No, no, no. It's black. Everyone in it is black. Oh, that's intriguing. What's it about? Oh, I don't want to bore you with all... <laughs> no, no, believe me, I'm interested. Based on Fabian Way, I, I can't quite see how does that work in, in, a, in a black sitcom. Well, it's set in an old people's home. It's about these old people who just want to die. Uh, very true to life. Uh-huh. Uh, this doctor comes in, sets up a kind of makeshift death clinic, and he finishes them off. The ones that want to be finished off, that is. Although, of course, it can be a grey area. All the people who go do lally. <laughs> uh. So they, they throw a, a nice little party for each of them. The death boy or girl gets to tank themselves up on alcohol or hard drugs. It doesn't really matter now, does it? The long-term effects and all that. Then it all finishes with a good old lethal injection. Very topical. The whole euthanasia thing. Sorry, th- th- this is a, a sitcom we're talking about? Yes. With black people? Uh, I thought you were the clever clocks. <laughs> yes, with black people. Again, topical. Coloureds are growing older in Britain. You are joking. No. I think you'll find there are many darkies in the retirement homes of this... No, country. no, no. no. I, I, I mean, this idea. Has anyone shown any interest? Uh, yes. <laughs> the Beep have picked it up. They have? Yes. They're mad for it. 
Got some great little title ideas too. You'll love these. There goes my life. <laughs> Good, isn't it? A bit like this life. Uh, then there's one croc in the grave. Oh, God. And my personal favourite, kicking the bouquet. <laughs> Get it? Reference to Hyacinth Bouquet. <laughs> I mean, why they wouldn't go for an idea like that? <laughs> but they have gone for it, yes. Uh, edgy comedy, huh? Well, it's certainly on the edge of something. Uh, listen, I, I, I have to shoot off. Oh, drinky pools? Where are we going? Uh, no, actually, I'm going to head straight home. Oh, I wouldn't say no to a nightcap. I, I, uh, I'm not uh, rushing. Uh, uh, another time, perhaps. All right? Uh, Bye-bye. Uh, at least let me walk you to there. Fine. Uh, see you then. <coughs> oh, oh, we missed it. Sorry, Bueller. Looks like we're, we're too late. It's all over. Oh, God! Oh, Reg, what must you think of me? I've gone and dragged you all the way to London for this. Idiot. Oh, no wonder Talvin couldn't put up with me. <laughs> Tricky to know what to say at a time like this. Please, don't say anything, Reg. Just go back to the hotel. Don't wait for me. J just go, yeah? Right you are. I'll, um... Yeah. Um, um, excuse me. Is there anything I can do to help? Good God! You're Stephen Fry! Uh, uh, yeah, uh, forgive me, I, I couldn't just walk past a woman crying on the pavement. Yeah, your, your, your makeup's a bit smudged. Thanks. I don't know. If you can help, I mean. Well... Can I at least try? I mean, because the problem, well, it sort of involves a friend of yours, Rob Sterling Davis. Friend of mine? It's a long story. Oh, please tell me he hasn't broken your heart. Crumbs, no. Rob? No, no, it's nothing like that. Look, look, there's, there's a bar just over the way there. Why don't you join me for a drink? Drink, yes, that would be lovely. Shouldn't you be getting home to your wife, though? Uh, um, my... No, she won't mind, will she? Not if it's just a quickie. Uh, right, well... Come on, then. I'm up for it if you are. Sorry, but I have to say, I thought you were fantastic in a bit of you and Laurie. Best thing you ever did, in my opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Darling, it's Hollywood. It's all expenses paid for six months minimum. The advance is eye-watering, and they want you. Eric, at last. Hit me with the deets. The contract's for three movies, proper Hollywood movies, Doc. Stunning house they're giving you. Look at this. Pool. Marvellous. Uh, there'll be room for the wife, I take it. The wife? Oh, <laughs> yes, plenty of room, I'm sure. Perfect. Simply perfect. So, what's it about? Eh? The story, the vibe, who am I playing? No, they want you to write the movies, isn't it? Write them? Yes, this producer chap, he was over in England, caught Fabian Way on telly one evening, loved it. I mean, he's just gone plum crackers about you. Wants you to write something similar for the American market. Oh, I see. Well, that's fine, that's fine. Um, basically, they want the same script with American accents. Maybe relocated to New York? No, not at all. He wants you to move away from that subject matter completely. It's the wonderful pathos, the brilliant tear-jerking moments, 
the juxtaposition of comedy and tragedy. That's what he wants you to recreate. But it has to be different stories. Within these guidelines, he sat down. Different stories? Yes. Hmm. Uh, I may need to think about this. Writing isn't exactly the direction I want to go in at present. Think about it? Rob, are you... All expenses paid! In L.A.! This house! Do you think I could use Fabian Way as a starting point? Basically just flesh it out? Ninety minutes. Over three feature-length films. Hell of a lot of flesh in there, Doc. Yes, but it's for Americans. They won't care. You could basically tell them the same story three times. They probably wouldn't even notice. Rob, love, I'm not sure you're grasping this. You'll be working closely with this producer guy. He'll definitely need you to write three scripts. Well, I don't know. How about you tell them, I'll do it on condition I play the main part, yes? Rob, you've got a heck of a steep learning curve ahead of you when it comes to Hollywood. (laughs) But they won't want Stephen Fry to star in my films over there. If they don't want Stephen Fry, do you really think they'll want you? Anyway, it's not Fabian Way. I told you that. I'd ask you not to take that tone with me, please. Uh, Look, this is the advance they're offering. (laughs) You like that? You better hold on to your hat for this, then. The full amount on delivery of three scripts. Ding dang, dooly 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 dooly, what's it? You're serious? They'll pay me that if I write a few scripts? In one. Movies. I can write movies. Of course. They want pathos. I'll give them pathos. Tears. Jerking. Get your hankies out, America. It won't just be tears you'll be mopping once Sterling Davis hits your shores. Hollywood, here I come. Talk about a knight in shining armour. I'm blown away. Speechless. Absolute gent. He never questioned it. Nope. Said he already suspected Rob never wrote Fabian Way. I told him the whole story about Tal and Martin. He was fascinated, especially when I told him I was the original Sophie. Bought me loads of drinks. Posh as anything there. Wonderful man! So, how does this thing work? Well, I tweeted it first. A link now to the article that explains it all. Then Stephen retweeted it. He's got millions of followers, like, all over the world. Result, Rob exposed. Marvellous. Just thinking about how I'm going to break the good news to Talrin. I'll go round there in a minute now. It's all in the article, you see, that he's the real writer, so everyone will know. Can't wait to see his little face. And when did you do all this? A few minutes ago. So people might be commenting on it already? Suppose they might, yes. Let's have a look, shall we? Oh, that's clever. She's got it on her phone. I know. Funny can't seem to see it there. The tweet's not there. Oh, look on Stephen's. Hang on. There's no retweet either. What's that now? Email coming through from Tobias Frampton. Tobias Frampton? Wasn't that the name Rob used when... when... he asked for Talvrin's script, yes. Well, he's not getting one over on me again. Well, what does it say? It's opening now. The subject is two words. Oh, what are they? Super injunction, whatever that means. Oh, Beulah! What? I don't know much about the internet, but I do know it can be gagged by a super injunction. Gagged? 
Nobody can't gag Stephen Fry, surely. Nobody can. After all these high-profile cases, I don't know. Perhaps he can gag everyone. No, it can't be. Let me Google it now. It's not... Rob Sterling Davis. Script. It's not coming up. Nothing's coming up. There's nothing about it. Not anywhere on Google. He has. He's gagged the whole internet. No. Hold on a second. These celebrities that have affairs, well, that's different. Whatever they get up to, cheating on their wives, that's not breaking the law. What Rob's done, surely it is illegal. To steal somebody's script and pass it off as your own to make all that money out of it. Perhaps if you're that wealthy and that connected, you can get away with anything. There must be an answer to this. Is there? You'd probably argue Bueller's trying to blackmail him. Oh, God. Talvin did say we could never prove it. Well, have you ever heard of anybody successfully suing someone for stealing a script? No, you haven't. How long was it on my Twitter, then? A nam no second. One man and his dog may have seen it if I'm lucky. Oh, Tal's lovely surprise. Oh, this can't be happening. Don't know about the dog, but one man saw it. Tal! Still got my phone set up so your tweets come direct to me. Thanks for trying, Bill. You're speaking to me. I, I know you think we're fighting a losing battle here, but I don't care. As long as there is a sliver of hope, I, for one, am not giving up. I'm with you there, Bueller. Do you know, you can count me in too. Are you with us, Tal? I'm with you, Buell. Oh, Talbach! Not that we've got a snowball's chance in hell. Something to do, though, innit? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you. Um, I'm honoured to be joined tonight by a man who, thanks to his recent triumphant performances, is becoming known as the new master on Just a Minute. He seems to be going from strength to strength in just about everything he does. Please welcome Rob Sterling Davis. Pleasure to be here, Mr Parsons. Thank you. Uh, Nicholas, please. Now, I was just saying then about your marvellous performances on Just a Minute that we've all been enjoying so much. I mean, you've been described as the new doyen of the programme, some say. <laughs> I've heard, Nicholas. Uh, I am aware that many would like to hear more from me. <laughs> well, yes, there is talk of you becoming a second regular on the series at one point, but sadly we're not likely to be hearing from you for a while now, are we? Because I understand you're about to jet off across the pond. That's right, yes. Uh, I've... I've been so blessed to have come into contact with a marvellous producer based out in one of the top Hollywood studios who, well, just fell in love with my work. Excellent, excellent. And you're still finding time for your charity projects? Mm-hmm. Um, helping people is, is what I do. Uh, I was born with a big heart. It's the way I am, quite simply. I can't, however, put my hand on my heart and tell you that it doesn't bring me some peace of mind to know I'm making such a big difference to so many people's lives. You seem a lot more um, together these days. I'm thinking back to that acceptance speech you gave at the BAFTAs. It was a little uh, idiosyncratic, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> uh, there have been some changes in my life. 
I have a brand spanking new agent now. I've simply outgrown the last one, was the truth of it. Please, Rob! Eric, you're making a fool of yourself now. <laughs> but you're my first client that's made it proper big. Please let me come with. I don't have to be your agent, just let me tag along. I believe in you, Rob, I always have. Tag along? What, as a sort of pet? If that's what you want. You'll fetch and carry? That sort of thing. Whatever makes you happy, Rob. I can't seriously imagine you making me happy. Not just that, I'll big you up. I'll protect you from the muggles. Honest, you won't have to clap eyes on one. Then there's one or two little untruths you may have told. I'm not saying anything, but some people say all sorts, don't they? Like about your training? Rather. Not to mention the big one. I know, Rob. But I'm on your side. I'll do whatever it takes to make sure you're not found out. I could see this working. <laughs> well, don't forget us back here when you hit the big time. I've so much to be grateful for, Nikki. How could I ever forget this marvellous radio station and all that it's done for my career? Well, we'll certainly be looking out for your uh, film, is it? Uh, that's right. Uh, may even be more than just the one. We'll see how it goes. It's kind of you not to accuse me of selling out. Oh, well, I mean, what can I say? <laughs> I know it's been said of many a Brit who's gone down the well-trodden path to Hollywood, but for me, it's about reaching out to a wider audience. And I'm not talking about the Americans' waistlines. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, um, it's about <clears throat> sharing my talent. If I can do that without compromising my artistic integrity, it's win-win. Well, the best of luck with it all. I think you make your own luck in this world, Nick. America is a tough market, but it's been cracked before, and boy do I relish a challenge. I hope you're ready, Hollywood, because for Robert Sterling Davis, the sky is not the limit. You have been listening to We Are the BBC by Susan Casanova, starring Adam Hall as Rob, Susan Casanova as Beulah, Andrew McBain as Talvrin, Simon Stanop as Eric, Nick Lucas as Reg, Alison Mead as Pat, Catherine War as Rita, Claire Wyatt as Delphine, Anne Teato as Fiona, Cheska Moon as Emma, and Silas Hawkins as Sir Peter, with Stephen Fry and Nicholas Parsons as themselves. Other parts were played by members of the cast. It was written by Susan Casanova and edited by Gary Abbott. Music was composed by Francesco Quadroropolo. It was engineered by Matt Walters at Quince Studios, directed by Jack Bowman, and produced by Marielle Manicatelli. Well, as I said before, uh, the best of luck. Um, uh, Robert Sterling Davis, I, I hope you achieve what you're hoping to when you get across to America. Nice to have you on the programme.